Sports Pick 6 on this Tuesday, December 8th. Brad Dalius joined by Jerry Skelton, the president over there at AIM System. We are officially recapping now the college football action from Saturday, the NFL action from this past Sunday. Yesterday, we had talked about that doubleheader on Monday Night Football, but today we're going to go back in time, Jerry, and talk about, we'll start today with college football. By the way, we'll also talk about tonight's Tuesday night game in the NFL between the Cowboys and Ravens. That is a 8 Eastern start tonight. We'll talk about that towards the end of the podcast today. But first, College football, Saturday recap. Let's start with Clemson, Jerry, because we gave you this winner here on the podcast on Friday. They dominated Virginia Tech and also punched their ticket in the process with a rematch with Notre Dame in the ACC championship game. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, you. I always tell you guys, Friday and Monday are my two favorite shows. But yesterday we had a doubleheader, so we didn't really get to do our normal Monday show. So today will be like a normal Monday show where we get to recap what has happened. And you're starting in the right spot with Clemson. Now, it looked a little shaky. I mean, we told you this wasn't a numbers play. I mean, they should not be favored by 21-22 over Virginia Tech under normal circumstances. Um, and, you know, they probably shouldn't have covered. But we told you that with that one loss, they had to impress. They had to show that with Trevor Lawrence that they are the best team in the country. And, and, and they did it last week against Pitt. And they did it the following week against Virginia Tech. Now, it was only 17-10 at halftime, I believe. But look at the second half, 28-0. And I told you, and this is what info does for you. Aimsystems.live is where you can find me, where you can find what my customers are playing. But we told you that they would try to run it up. And you can see Trevor Lawrence was throwing bombs up 28. And, you know, he completed one of them. There was one that was dropped, but they were just chucking it down the field, Brad. They just wouldn't stop it. They were just. Hey, when you're trying to keep up with the Alabamas of the world, Jerry, who is blowing the doors off LSU this past weekend, you got to do it. You got to try and get the style. So we cashed that one. And, and, you know, and there was reason behind it. Again, our numbers didn't come that high, but there's, there's, there's a couple of ways to do it. You got numbers and you got angles and you got, you got to work them both and see what comes out better. Um, Ohio State. Again, this was a game that uh, we were on the wrong side of, but we still need to talk about it. Ohio State, I mean, they were hiding a lot of things. They were they were down 17 players. Even their kicker was out. There was rumors that maybe Fields would be out. They had to play that game no matter what because of those Big Ten bylaws. So we thought they were going to come in walking wounded, and 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 they just I just Michigan State just they just can't compete. Michigan State is like we told you if they turn the ball over, which they did. You know, when you're taking 24, 25 points, you know, as long as you don't throw interception in your own end zone where it was batted up in the air and a D lineman got a touchdown, you know, those are the kind of things that really hurt you. You know, they they had it, they had a point where they had it to, I believe it was 35-7, and then they got a stop and they had the ball at like the 30-yard line and Lombardi or whoever the quarterback was, I don't even know who it was, this guy running around fumbled right away and it was that was stick a fork in him right there. But again, Ohio State wins by 40. But they're here we very go. well coached, Jerry. For like how, a team with a fairly young head coach and Ryan Day, extremely well coached. Yeah. How about this? So Ohio State had to play that game. We'll rethink under normal circumstances. They might have canceled that, like I said, being down 17 guys. But look at the irony of this. We called this two weeks ago, didn't we, Brad? Do you remember me talking about this when I said. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh might fake the COVID so that Big Ten can't go and take Ohio State to the title game. Here we go. Harbaugh with his fist in the air. Victory. We knocked Ohio State out of the Big Ten championship game. But 
I also did tell you they'll probably have an emergency setting. I'm like Nostradamus. I told you that Ohio State would not be left out. Now, right now, they're done. Their season's over. 5-0, and done, moving on. According to the bylaws, they cannot play in the Big Ten championship game. Watch this funny business that goes on in this meeting on Wednesday night. Wait till they oh, come it's up coming. with something. You know what's coming. <laughs> I, they're not keeping them out of it. And I'm look, no way. I, I don't blame them, okay? I think the best team should go. But you know what? You idiots created this monster yourself. So you should have to live and die with it. We should have Indiana with a backup quarterback with no Michael Penix playing Northwestern for the Big Ten title game, and whoever wins, just go away because you're not going anywhere anyway. I want all this chaos and this madness because that moron over there, destroyed. he tried to destroy the season, and then when he saw he was being left out, he made all these dumb rules. What's his name? Kevin Warren. Can't stand him. But um, The commish in the Big Ten? Yeah, is that the you're talking about? Yeah. Kevin Warren, I think his name is. But uh, it's something like that. But he's, he's a clown. So they're going to either rewrite the rules or – Ohio State will just th- play randomly somebody. I don't know who. Like, uh, I don't know. They might throw a – like, you know, what Coastal Carolina and BYU did. But th- they played because they knew they were on the outside looking in. Like, in order that to get turned to out the, to be a very good game, by the way. It was a great game. Again, I jump around. You know that we're trying to finish this Ohio State stuff. Watch them play like a Rutgers or a Nebraska again or I don't know. Well, Purdue's probably like a Maryland. I don't know. Watch them play somebody just in place just to get into that Big Ten title game. Something, Some funny business will happen. And again, I'm not saying I don't want to see Ohio State in there because they're awesome. But I, I do want to see chaos from that clown, and I want to see him fired. All right, go ahead. The biggest I'm, I'm school in, and again, just to kind of recap what Jerry's talking about here so you all know, they officially announced today, it just came down a little while ago, that Ohio State-Michigan is off on Saturday because of a lot of COVID cases at Michigan. Like Jerry said, Harbaugh, I mean, maybe this is the one way that they don't, this yeah, is the only the way they don't the fingers in the air with the him. W, man. We're, you know, we knocked way. off Ohio State. It's the only way <laughs> in his in his 28 years or how he seemed like however long he's been there, he seems like he's been there forever. He's never beaten Ohio State. Years. Well, this is his, <laughs> never. his time I know, to it's shine. brutal. It's yeah, his it's time brutal. to shine. Not, we knocked, it has not been a rivalry for a long time. We knocked Ohio State out of the Big Ten championship game. You know, what is that Sun Tzu or what, who's that Chinese guy? The Art of War? You know, the, the best battle is the battle you don't fight. Well, this is what it is. Michigan's, you know, they're trying to <laughs> I, I – I don't know why I called right. this two weeks ago. I said, watch them fake it and knock them out. And it's exact. I'm not okay, I'm not saying they're faking it. But it's exactly what I said was going to happen. And then I also said the Big Ten won't allow it to happen. So some some funny business going on. And that's, by the way, that's why you're a true professional, because I just start spouting off. And I like how you laid it out for our listeners on exactly what happened. Yeah, so you have to play six games to be in the Big Ten championship game. And Ohio State has got five, and they got Michigan on Saturday. And Michigan's backing out due to COVID. And Michigan hasn't beat Ohio State, I don't know, since like World War II. So that, that's Basically. what's happening. Uh, but yeah, so right, I'm done with that game. What, where else are we going to talk about? I just want to recap again, BYU, Coastal Carolina, because this is a oh, game. Yeah, phenomenal. The quarterback for Coastal Carolina, he's got a lot of upside. Like, he we does. may see him on Sundays. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Coastal, all right? And I missed the boat on Coastal because, you know, I didn't think they were that good. And I actually, you know, I, I thought BYU would just trounce them. I didn't even think it was going to be a game. Coastal, forget about their quarterback, who is amazing. Coastal has offense and defensive lines and that's the thing that these little schools usually don't have sometimes you can see 
you know, you'll see a, you'll have a skill position at wide receiver or a decent quarterback or nice running back. But when they play the big boys, when they play the Ohio States of the world, like they can't match up in the trenches. Usually offensive lines will dominate those little schools. They have a real offensive line. They have a real defensive line. That's where they match up well. And you got to understand BYU because of the Mormon missions and what they do. They're always upperclassmen and not just upperclassmen. They're like grown men. They're like 24 and 25 year olds. So they're usually not pushed around in the trenches. And let me tell you what, Coastal showed me a lot in that game. I did not see that coming. Really, really impressed by what they did. And, you know, how about this? Why don't we get like a Coastal Ohio State on Saturday? Oh, I'm sorry. The Big Ten won't allow that. Remember Nebraska tried to play, I don't know if it was Tennessee Chattanooga or some some. Yeah, they got shut down. They got shut down because they're Nebraska. They are not Ohio State. Ohio State is the the flagship. So they might be able to do whatever they want. How about this one, Brad? And I'm just spouting off. How about Ohio State playing Texas A&M? How about that? They're both open this weekend. What about that? I'd, I'd say do it. I mean, there's no rules on the book saying that a non-conference game can't happen. It'll be right a now. de facto, so. I mean, playoff game. If you got Texas A&M to play Ohio State in a neutral somewhere, I don't know, call it the Sugar Bowl or the Georgia Dome, you know, not home in either spot, just some neutral right. halfway spot. Let's I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, that's, you know, they won't do it because they're clowns. But, I mean, I, I could see the SEC doing that. I mean, BYU and Coastal just did it. So, yeah, let's get it done. Let's let's set it up right now. Ohio State, Texas A&M, or Ohio State Coastal this Saturday. Get it done. Again, top-seeded Alabama, ranked number one in the country right now. I mean, 55 points against LSU. We know they're really down this year. But at this point, it looks like LSU, or Alabama rather is just kind of pulling away from everyone else. What do you think about that? Yeah, and again, I missed the boat. Again, we're, we're talking over here. AIMSystems.live is where you can find us, where you can find out what we're playing and what we're on. Over here at AIM Systems, we have Alabama, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Ohio State on a neutral. So if that tells you, Alabama is probably eight point better than the second best team out there. That's what we're telling you. Again, I don't know what I'm missing with Alabama. I don't know what I'm missing. I thought when when Waddle broke his ankle, you know, you're down Waddle, you're down Judy from last year, you're you're down. Um, what was lots the other of guy guys that lost? Uh, uh, Henry Rugg caught Henry the touchdown. Ruggs, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. So Ruggs and Judy and then Waddle. So like you had three all pros. I know you still had Devonta Smith and you lost Tua. You know, we thought they lost a lot of firepower. So I didn't really have them rated as highly as I did last year. And they're just mashing teams. And I don't know if it's a competition or I don't know if it's actually true. We have them rated the highest, but for some reason, me personally, I don't have them rated that high. Um, yeah, they, they, they what they have like uh what they have at the half, like 40 at the half against LSU? It was something ridiculous. Yeah, just about. It was 45 to 14 45. at halftime. 45 right. to 14 at halftime. So, I mean, they're just trouncing teams. Again, I, I missed the boat on them. I, I, I lost a lot of money betting against them. They're unstoppable. I just figured, like, you know, no waddle. You're missing two wide receivers in the NFL. Right. You you're missing quarterback a in the off. NFL. They've gotten think, better, though, each week. They it's have, crazy. and I, I don't get it. But, yeah, they're the true number one team, and it's not even close. Uh, they'll lock it up. I, I don't think I don't see them having any trouble with Florida, although Florida's a really good team, but I don't see them matching up quite yet with Alabama. 
So we knocked out the BYU Coastal. We talked about Alabama LSU. Now this How about your boys at the U maybe being a dark I was just about to go there. You cut me off. I was just about to say this game didn't mean anything, but 48 nothing over Duke. That's nothing to smack at. I mean, that maybe uh they're 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 peaking at the right time. I know they're yeah. not on Clemson's level, but we're looking at a New Year's six game if we just have that one loss to Clemson. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just think they're a team. Derek King, the quarterback there, they seem like they're slowly getting better. I don't know if they're good enough. By the way, is it, get, is it, is it, is it Derek? Clemson, but they're getting there. Is it Derek or is it D Eric? Which one is it? Is it Derek or is it D apostrophe Eric? I'm not sure. I always get confused. I've that. heard both, but I've heard more people say Derek. I like D apostrophe. I just like to go against the grain. D, I like yeah, D like Eric. That. But yeah, I mean, that's that's why I like. It. I mean, it's kind of like a like a Tyre like a Tyreek Tyrod Taylor. Type yeah, of I like you know, T Rod or T Rod, whatever he called. He he <laughs> he says it was pronounced wrong all of his life. Or yeah, something don't, don't you like love that. when these guys come out of nowhere and they're like, yeah, it's been <laughs> it's like, pronounced wrong for the last hundred years. This is what it really is. I can't. You know, there's a bunch of famous ones of that, but I I can't remember that one right now. But there was some like trouncing. Like what about how about this one? I mean, how about Rice beating Marshall twenty to zero? They were a 25-point underdog, Brad. They covered by 45 over the spread. What happened? What happened there? It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't compute at all. They're 25 I mean, points. They got shut out by Rice at home. What they didn't get in off the, the bus. bleep happened? They, they stayed on the bus. <laughs> I, I mean, that's I, terrible. I, I don't know. Maybe the whole team played with COVID. I mean, I'm not breaking any Possibly. news here, but that's what it sounds like. So, yeah, we kind of rounded through. There was a couple of blowouts. Like, Iowa State looks like they're the cream of the crop over there. They uh they crushed West Virginia. I mean, horribly, forty two to six. It was uh Indiana upsetting Wisconsin, but Wisconsin, like I I, I say the same thing about they're Wisconsin. That's what they are. That they're gonna they're gonna lose a big game all the time. I think I told you that. I said they're gonna lose a game. Well, that was when they lost to Northwestern. They're gonna lose a game. They're gonna go to like the AutoZone Liberty Bowl and play like an SEC team and lose. Yeah, like that's a short like and easy bowl game for the. Yeah, absolutely. And Texas A and M, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. They're uh, 31-20. I mean, it's going to be hard. What are we going to do? Do we put Florida ahead of them if they beat Alabama? You remember, like, they'll both have one loss. And guess what? Texas A&M won the head-to-head. I mean, the committee, it's like they'll use head-to-head when it's in their favor, and they won't use it when it's not in their favor. It's just something they get to hide behind. But I let's mean, at this over- point, if they if they just to, re- just to put a ball on that one, if they beat Alabama, they probably deserve to be number one. Uh, yeah, but they got one loss. So I mean, and the one loss uh, is to Texas A&M. I mean, Alabama looks like they're out of the, playing out of this world right now. But we'll they see. They do. All right, let's go over to the NFL because we got some talk about over there too. A lot of stuff going on there. Some weird shenanigans gotta, going on. Uh, a lot of shenanigans. Um, I got to start with the Jets Raiders game because we gave you that winner here on Friday. I mean, Greg and- Williams has some free time, so uh, maybe he'll join us uh, this week. You think he'll join us? I mean, he got launched right after the game. But go ahead, I mean, set it up. It's, it's possible. But this was one of the more, I don't even know how to phrase it, like dramatically horrendous finishes to a game I've ever seen. That's a good way to put it, dramatically horrendous. It's so bad. So literally, it's like they did it on purpose, I swear. It it, it really was. Who could be that bad? Who who calls a cover a zero? So what Brad is going to say here, all right, and this is the thing, I... Again, you know me and my stats. Like I just take them from somewhere else. I don't fact check them, but I put them on the radio because, again, I don't have to tell the truth. I mean, we just say whatever we hear, right? If the sky is blue, the sky is blue. I, do I have to go up there and see if the sky is blue? But I saw that there was 235 instances where there was under five seconds and a team needed 40 or more yards for a touchdown 
to win or tie the game. 235. Never did anyone send six rushers. Nobody has done it yet. So zero out of 235. Well, Greg Williams sent six rushers. He called an all-out blitz with a cover zero. Trying to cover a guy. What does he run? Like a 3-9 Henry Ruggs? Isn't he the fastest guy in the world? Isn't he like Carl Very Lewis? Fast. And, and so I don't know if he's Metcalf fast, but he's pretty quick. I think he, believe it or not, I believe he, might, he is faster than Metcalf according ooh. to combine numbers. I think That's he ran the speed. fastest. Okay. So you're asking a guy to cover that guy one on one. They send six guys. Last play of the game, Carr throws it down the field, 50 yard bomb, and the Jets lose. It's like they were trying to lose. But I also told you that they're going to try to lose. Uh, you know, to get Trevor Lawrence. But I also said the best way for the Jets to try to lose is to try to win and let Adam Gase call every single play on offense and defense, and they'll just lose. Just let it happen naturally. And guess what? I mean, it was Greg Williams, but that's what happened. So, and Greg Williams was, I don't even think he got to board the bus on the way back to the, to the, to the hotel. <laughs> no. They fired, they like, I the saw that firing. Usually they wait till Monday morning. I saw that firing like instantaneously. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it happened like on the, on the plane. Or in in the hotel or on the bus, but he got possibly would walk off the field. Possibly yeah. when he got in the locker room, they might have locked him think. out. They might have shut the door. Yeah, before he got I don't know how you even like address a team, even if you're a coordinator. Like I, it's just like you walk, it's it's over. You walk out of the stadium, it's done. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, bad. a couple but of all, other horrendous games. You know, some of these don't have playoff implications, but like the Bears, like what was that? The Bears had a ten point lead with four minutes to go. They See, lost. The they gave up a touchdown, and then Trubisky fumbles again. My boy, MVP Mitch, I've been trying to prop you up, and you keep doing stuff like this to me. You had the game won. You can't fumble in that spot. They gave the I Lions the Detroit, ball in their own seven with two minutes to go. Yeah, Detroit might have that Texans type of oh, mentality yeah. now with yeah, post get rid of Patricia. the clown. They get rid yeah. of like sub, uh, addition by subtraction. They all did it. Um, who did it? Houston did it, and somebody else. Oh, the, Dan, the Dan, fighting Dan Quinns, the Falcons. They did it too. You know, they, they both won after getting rid of their coach. Now you get rid of Patricia, and you have an inspired effort. Little up Temple from Devil Barrel. Well, Devil. I don't know why I said Barrel, but yeah, the the uh, the Chicago Bears. They took uh, victory from the jaws of defeat. So they 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 just took it away. And I don't know. They they're in a spiral. We called that. But we also have some other stuff to crow on. I know it wasn't, it wasn't on the weekend, but we told you the Steelers was the worst 11-0 team in the history of the NFL. Well, that kind of proved true when you lose to Washington at home. You know, like they have those clowns in Miami in the 1972 Dolphins. Every time the last team loses, they hold up their glass of champagne. And, yeah, they pop yeah, it open. Yeah. yeah, they pop it open. Some of those guys are just not around anymore. But there's always like a, a they always pop open the champagne. They pop the cork. Well, did you think it was going to happen against Washington? Like, I knew they weren't going to go undefeated, but Washington on the road? No, but That wasn't not. Sunday. But I just, I told you. I told you the fraud. Worst 5-1 and one team in history was the Bears. Worst 11-0 team in history was the Steelers. And we got them both knocked out. Uh, bouncing around You the also league. said lean under, too. And it, it was a low-scoring game. So that definitely played out the way you thought it would. Going around the league here. I mean, I don't know what you want. I know we're going to save the best for last. But just bouncing around, looking at this stuff. I mean, Minnesota... I don't know what that was. I mean, they tried to blow it to Jacksonville, but Jacksonville does what Jacksonville does. They lost, but they played competitive. They keep playing competitive in losses. They lost by 3-2-2, two, and two, I think, the last couple of weeks. 3-2-2, two, and two, but they, they're still losing. Uh, Miami, a little ho-hum over the Bengals. 
without Joe Burrow, never really in doubt. 197. The Colts went up, excuse me, the Colts went on the road. How about this one, Brad? How about this one? Now we didn't yeah. play this. How about this? If you bet the over in the Indianapolis Houston game, let's just say you bet the over. The total was 50. Okay. The score at halftime is Indianapolis 24, Houston 20. What does that come? Quick, simple math. That's 44, right? That's 44. Yeah. So a touchdown and you win your bet. You know what the second half was the score was in the second half? Do you have any idea? With Deshaun Watson, it was two to zero. <laughs> there was a scoreless third, and uh Houston got shut out in the second half. It was two zero. There was a safety to zero. So if you needed just seven points over 30 minutes, you didn't get there. That's why this game is so hard, and that's why gambling is so tough, and that's why you need aimsystems.live. Now, I'm not saying I knew it was gonna be two to zero. But if you want to get on the right side of history, come on and join us. But can you believe that? Can you imagine having over 50 and go to bed at halftime because you had a rough night drinking alcohol the night before? And you say, no. it's, it's it's 24 to 20. It's 44 points at halftime. We're in, man. Where are we spending this money? And then waking up and seeing the 26-20 final? I mean, that's one of those things where you could literally like backdoor into the end zone. You could find the end zone by mistake, but and it still doesn't happen. I'll say this, weird things happen with Colts games this year as far yeah, and, and as penalties, points scored, uh, just odd type of situations they find themselves in as a team sometimes. Week after it's week strange. after week. And then, uh, you know, New Orleans wins again with Taysom Hill. You know, yeah. they, they got to play Atlanta twice, though. They did get twice Atlanta twice in four weeks, so I, I don't know what really to talk about that. I'm hearing Breeze is is ready to come back. Anything to speak He's on that? back, yeah. He's coming back soon. I mean, I would, at this point, no need to rush him. I mean, they're undefeated over the last year plus without him in there. Yeah, know? I know. And it doesn't matter if it's Teddy or, or Taysom, you know, the, the no. TNT boys. Uh, other Plug games like there. Cleveland, if you look at the final, you're like, okay, they won a shootout against Tennessee. Cleveland was winning 38-7 to at halftime at Tennessee. Yeah, Where did that come one. from? Tennessee, one of those teams that they're capable, as you can see, putting up a lot of points in a short amount of time. It it just depends. Like I feel like they're like a switch on and off team, but they don't know how to control it. It's weird. Yeah, they could score uh, a lot of points, and the defense can step up, but it, they they don't do it consistently. Yeah, and then also, how how far off a cliff has this guy fallen? And again, it's not all his fault. But you remember, you know, let Russ cook. Whatever happened to that? That that's long gone. The Giants. Win in Seattle with the battle. How about this? The NFC East, the worst division in football by far, has a win over the Seattle Seahawks and a win over the Pittsburgh Steelers in the same weekend. How about that? Upset of the week right there. Uh, I mean, the Giants with, not even with their starting quarterback, but with one McCoy sling in the boy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think Seattle's one of those teams that is. What happened this weekend? I don't know. Seattle's vulnerable. You have a lot of teams that can be vulnerable because there's no great team this year. There's every team has flaws, and there's a lot of teams that are improved too. Well, I remember, so and again, kind of a perfect we, storm. We do do prop bets and and future bets and stuff like that. I remember early in the year, you know, after like week four, when they were like, Russ Wilson is the presumed MVP of the league, and I remember seeing lines of. Russ upwards of minus 300, minus 400 to win an award. Now, you understand, I know only a few people can win it, but you imagine having 11 games to go with guys like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes out there and saying he's a 4-1 to favorite of the entire league? Well, that's long gone. He ain't got no chance of winning this. This is between Rodgers and Mahomes, and that's it. 
Yeah, it's not even close anymore. That's yeah, he's definitely fallen way back to the pack. Wilson, that is in that case, but they're a team in Seattle that they're eventually, if they're gonna have success though in the long term, it's gonna be probably more as a team and not because Wilson is putting up crazy stats. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, so. this this show kind of replaced our Monday show. We've run really long. I want to save the best for last and just t- touch on tonight's game. And I'm just going to give the floor to Brad. New England versus L.A., what happened there? I told you this was going to be a beatdown in L.A., and it definitely was the worst loss. I didn't now. I did not think it was going to be the worst yeah, loss. Yeah, you and me both. I, I think you remember I me mean, telling you that Belichick would have something for Herbert. I didn't think it was going to be 45-0 he was going to have for him. I don't know if this is more that Belichick is just in another class than the coaches that the Chargers it's have. It's just or, something with him versus rookies. And and again, Kyler yeah. Murray wasn't a rookie, but he's very young. And these guys have not seen, and he just devises, he's one of the few guys that goes uh, game to game. Like his game plan will change depending, you know, a lot of these guys will force their, their scheme on you. He says, you know what? Who am I playing? Going to take away their best player, and I'll roll with the punches. And he does it better than anybody. But 45-0, we didn't see that. Uh, But Brad was very happy because, I don't know, you know when they put that old graphic up for the playoffs and they say, in the hunt? Well, the Patriots, they made it to that page. They weren't even on on that page page for the last three weeks. They're on the page. They're on the in the hunt page. We still don't know what that means, but they're there. They're there. They're in the mix. They're right. probably going to have to win out, but Two we'll minutes. see how it plays out. Two minutes. Ravens, Cowboys. You know, uh, we, we got Ravens coming back. They're getting all their guys back. Lamar's going to play. Cowboys, Zach Smith looks like he's not going to play. Their offensive line was getting healthier, but he is such an amazing talent on that line. Uh, it looks like he's out with a calf. Um, a lot it's of a this, this, this is, you know, Tyron Smith, you know, has been out for a while. Lyell Collins, you know, has been out for a while. Uh, I just don't see the Ravens getting Lamar back, getting a couple of guys healthy, clearing that COVID protocol. Uh, They feel like the NFL set them up for that game against Pittsburgh. They did get an extra day that Pittsburgh did not. Ravens in a big way tonight. Go ahead and lay the eight and a half. That'll be your free play for today. Let's pad the bankroll for going into the weekend. Go ahead and take the Ravens minus eight and a half tonight. There you go. By the way, if you're having trouble finding a couple of these rescheduled games, chances are they're probably on the NFL ticket. Just a little FYI heads up there if you've been confused. Yeah, I, I was trying, I was to, trying find to find the Steelers find... game yesterday. Yes. I had to go to like Twitch or like a Periscope. I'm like, what's going on here? Where is this damn game? And I consider yeah. myself professional. So yeah, good, good advice there. Thank you, my man. You got it. Thanks, Jerry. Great stuff today. We're back at it tomorrow on Wednesday. Enjoy tonight's game. Definitely be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And keep living the dream.